What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. From Big Green Jair to being the dawn of the Canadian Barbecue Mafia, my guest this week is all about building community, whether it is at his day job, in his role with the Shriners organization, or of course through barbecue. It was great to sit down with Jeremy Tebby a couple of weeks back to discuss his passion for barbecue and bringing folks together. Before we get to that conversation though, let me tell you about the best sauce on the planet. Friends, I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. It was recently named the 2021 Best Sauce on the Planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest. Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything, from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes, from beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables. They've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit motleyq.ca, M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at motleyq.ca. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh here in the basement studio and via Zoom. Really excited to have the Don of the Canadian Barbecue Mafia joining me here tonight uh, from Ontario, Jeremy Tebby. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. How are you doing this evening? Good, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. I would uh, I would try to kick off the show with a, a real thick Italian accent, but <laughs> I'm not real good at that. No. I think I'm part, part English, part Irish, uh, maybe a little bit of Italian in me, but... Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of a quasi-don, but uh, yeah. I, try to, I try to represent the mafia well. <laughs> right so. on. Well, we'll get into what that is all about uh, in a little bit here. Uh, first question I'd like to ask everybody, Jeremy, is what does barbecue mean to you? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. I, and I've heard you've asked others about that. I, I understand, you know, you get a wide variety of different mm-hmm. answers. I think, I think one that resonates and one that always comes back to me is just the whole community aspect like the whole getting together cooking for friends cooking for family um and and the pure enjoyment of that like there's nothing better than sitting down with a meal now i know covid has has screwed things up like that for a little while but you know there's nothing better than sitting down and enjoying a good meal with friends and family and having them enjoy what you've cooked for them you know be it a steak or a brisket or a chicken um, you know, and just seeing the smiles on their face, like if food brings people together, Absolutely. And, you know, my wife and I were, we we love to entertain. We love to have people over to our house. We, we've really missed that during COVID mm-hmm. and we're really looking forward to getting back to that. But I would say barbecuing for me is that's a big part of it is, you know, I found something that I'm passionate about. And I think the other part for me around 
barbecue is, you know, I'm not a golfer, but I equate it to sort of like the golf game is, you know, you always try to better your game. You're always trying to, you know, that next hole is always going to want to be your best shot. And that's sort of how I look at barbecue too, right? You're going to screw up the steak. You're going to screw in there. Absolutely. Nobody's perfect, but it's always about how do I do it better next time? And what can I do to make it interesting? And I think that's where I'm at sort of in my barbecue game is, is trying to keep it interesting is, you know, what, what is that next kind of meat can you cook or how can you cook that chicken differently? Or, you know, I'm going to do a steak tonight, but what can I do to it to make it a little bit different than the last time? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, just keeping it interesting for me. Yeah. um, it has been a lot of fun and, and a lot of joyment out of that. Awesome. And it's, it's great to kind of get to that point in your barbecue and, and just cooking uh, skill level, call it what you want, where you can, you're comfortable enough to experiment a little and try different things. Right. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, if I, if I think about, you know, I'm, I'm a big green egg guy, although, yep. you know, we can talk about different grills and all that. I've had, a, you know, I've got a number of different grills and, and, you know, my buddies and the whole philosophy will talk about the, the mm-hmm. mafia and, and where it comes from. But, you know, my passion has always been for like the last 15 years is sat with big green egg. I've got, right. you know, five of them on my deck. Nice. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've been a brand ambassador for big green egg Canada for about the last five or six years. I was one of the first ones they brought on in Canada. Okay. Um, but I remember like when I first got my egg, um, you know, 15 years ago, like those first couple of summers I cooked on it because we had it at a cottage up north is, you know, there was a lot of things that came off that grill that didn't taste great. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's always a little bit of trial and error. Absolutely. And, and by no way am I an expert when it comes to grilling. Um, and I think that's the other thing about barbecue for me is, is the community that it creates mm. and the resources that you can tap into yeah. and just, you know, so many barbecuers are just a phone call away or, you know, quick, a quick text away going, Hey, I'm going to do this. And I've even done that more recently. Like I did a brisket just before the holidays and I hadn't cooked a brisket in six months. Right. So you're a little bit rusty, but yep. you know, it's a quick, quick message to Ted or Mel or something. Hey guys. Okay. I've got a 15 pound brisket. I'm going to put it on. How much time do you think it's going to take? Yeah. And everyone's a little different. Right. Sure, but, but yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's yeah. It, it, the, the experimenting part, as long as you don't mind screwing up a few things along the way, you're yep. going to get a few masterpieces out of it too. Right. And it's yeah, kind of like, wow, that steak, that steak really did turn out. Or yeah. it's like, yeah, you know what? It, it's, it's hard to have a bad steak, right? Yeah. If, if yeah. you're buying a good cut of meat, like it's, I haven't had too many bad T-bones in my life yeah. and I've had a few, but it's, uh, there's some are definitely better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's always like trying to up your game a little bit and keep it interesting for Abs- sure. Absolutely. Well, speaking of that, what have you been, uh, what have you been cooking lately? Uh, any kind of notable, uh, notable cooks recently for you? Yeah, I did. Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, last summer, it was funny. I, I did my first whole hog. I've never oh, done wow. a whole hog before. Yeah, yeah. It's always been something that's been on my bucket list yeah, from a barbecue here. perspective. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got, um, I, I purchased through egg. I got a two XL barbecue. So their biggest model. Wow. So it's, it's about 30 inches across. So I talked to my butcher last summer. I was in my book. Bu- I have a great butcher. And that was, that's the other piece of advice is if, if you're going to take barbecue serious, get connected with a really good butcher. And I'm fortunate to uh, become friends with a really good butcher in my, my area. I joke that I, I put his son through university <laughs> with, with what I bought there, but yeah. I was in there talking to him last summer and this is kind of in the, in the height of COVID last summer and things were kind of locked down still. 
And I was in there and I was talking to him and I said, you know, I've always wanted to do a whole hog. You know, I've got this 2XL big green egg. I know Mel's done one. I know yep. what I can fit on it. I can get one on there about 55 pounds. And we talked about it for a half an hour and I left. And then like three or four days later, I get a call. And he's like, okay, Jer, you know, the pig will be in next Friday. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I didn't know I was ordering yeah, one, yeah. but but I'm like, sure, I'll take it. Yeah, and uh, so I picked it up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I picked it up the following Friday, put it on, you know, did its thing Friday night, mm-hmm. put it on ice overnight, got up Saturday morning, threw it on the 2XL and, you know, 250 for about 14 hours. And that nice. thing was amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, it's a lot of meat. So, like, I think at that point you're allowed to have, like, 10 people in Ontario in your house. Yeah. So we had, like, five people all together and we had this 55-pound pig. So <laughs> uh, needless to say, there, there was a lot of leftovers. So a lot of stuff, a lot of things I've cooked lately, if we don't eat it it'll be vacuum sealed and frozen and so i've got a big freezer full of cooked meat perfect and uh i think that that pig you know pulled pork i pulled out a lot of it and uh you know that fed my wife and i for like six months so (laughs) but it was awesome like that that would to me is one of the really cool things i've cooked more recently yep uh but i'm a steak guy like i could eat steak every day yeah um, and, and different cuts of steak. Uh, you know, my wife is always cautioning me about too much red meat. Sure. So, uh, you know, we, we throw a few chickens in there and some pork every once in a while. Yep. Uh, but, I, but I love a good steak. And I love, I did one the other night, uh, a pecania is a, nice. a good, fun cook of mine. Yep. So, you know, either you slice it with steak as steaks and grill it. and Or what I did the other night was I had about a three and a half pound pecania and I just smoked it whole on the egg at 250 for about an hour and a half till it hit 125 internal and then I let it rest and I sliced it and it was it was a really nice medium rare yeah. and you know with that fat cap on that yeah. top sirloin you know a little bit of that fat is really nice flavor yep. and uh that that's a fun steak to cook yeah. and, and it's a favorite of mine for sure awesome awesome so how did you get into barbecue what was kind of the uh, the gateway for you yeah, like it's it's always something I've enjoyed. Like cooking is is I've always had a passion for eating for sure. <laughs> I've always liked to eat. Yep. And uh you know, I think you know, my parents weren't great cooks. So it wasn't like I grew up in a household of of, you know, chefs. Yeah. My grandmother was a very good cook. I mm. remember growing up and my grandma would cook up a storm. So maybe I got some of that passion from her. But, um, you know, and, and when my wife and I first got together, like my first grill was a $99 grill from Zeller's yep. and, you know, burned a lot of ribs on that grill, had a few steaks on it. And then I would say, yeah, about 15 years ago, we had a cottage up in Northern Ontario and I was on YouTube and checking out different barbecues and I, I stumbled across the big green egg and I thought, wow, that was, that's a cool smoker. It does yeah. everything. And, um, so I, I, I splurged one summer, got one, and, you know, I think that's sort of where the addiction started. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, like any barbecue guy you yeah. talk to, it's, you know, they, they've got more than one grill, yep. uh, you know, different grills for different rings. And, yep. Uh, yep. but that's, you know, and I had my, I still have my original large egg. So it's, it's nice. going on 15 years okay. and uh, I use it all the time. Like I fire up my grills. Like I'm, I'm one, I'm like you, one of these guys that cooks year round. Yep. And uh, I, I get a lot of use out of uh, out of the barbecues, yeah, but I, but I love other types of grills too. Like I've got a, a Weber kettle. I think okay. everybody should own a Weber kettle. Hundred percent. And uh, yeah. you know it's 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 a good, cheap, 
effective way to get into the barbecue game. Um, I've got a pizza oven. We bought a pizza oven just before COVID hit. So in January of 19 or January 20, I guess, 2020, mm, nice. uh, bought a pizza oven and we love that thing too. We fired up maybe once a week, cook some pizzas or other things in it. So, um, yeah, different types of grills. Um, it's about keeping it fun Absolutely. for sure. Yep. No, the, I couldn't agree more with you on the, uh, the kettle thing, uh, a uh, great little uh, grill and, you know, just a good, such a good learning tool to learning to manage that charcoal and the fire and everything, right? So, Yeah, the reason I got my kettle, like I'm, I'm friends with Eric, Eric Goodwin. He's one of the Weber guys. And okay. I said, I phoned him last summer and I said, hey, you know what, man, I haven't, my dad had a kettle growing up. And I said, man, I haven't cooked on a kettle in years. Yeah. And I've been kind of spoiled with the Kamado because, you know, they hold their temperature yeah. and yep. it's kind of a set it and forget it. And I know, like, to your point, there's a lot more management that goes into it, like a kettle. But what I was missing, missing was those old burgers as a kid. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's those memories of, you know, the, the briquettes and yeah. being doused with the lighter fluid. And you throw the cheap, you know, frozen burgers yeah. on there. And, like, it brings – and I think that's the other thing for me is for barbecue is it's the memory aspect, yeah. right? It's yeah. like when you when you smell that briquettes burning, burning with the, the lighter fluid yeah. and – and you remember what the taste of those burgers are like. It yeah. uh, it reminds you of some childhood memories yeah, for a little, sure. A little nostalgia for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. So got the first egg and then kind of grew from there. You said you had five now, different sizes or all the bigger. Yeah. So yeah, like I got, so I've got a mini max egg, which is cool. If you're doing like some road tripping stuff, mm -hmm. it's, they're not light. Like it's still about 75, 80 pounds, sure. but you can lug it around. Um, so it's, you know, I did a, we did an event a few years ago for still chainsaw. So John, um, John, who's a distribution uh, owner for Canada, him and I went up to Wasaga beach. It's a, it's a touristy area okay. in Ontario. Yeah. And we just, uh, we did an event with still chainsaw nice. and we just fired up a couple of the mini maxes right on the beach and we were serving. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I kind of, my, sort of the repertoire of barbecues is, you know, I just sort of collected them along the way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the two XL was a big purchase for me. Um, and I use it a lot, actually. I'm surprised. Yeah. Like I would say between my large and the two XL and the mini max, those are the, I've got a large one as well. Mm. Um, but those are sort of my go-to grills. Yep. Uh, for sure. Awesome. And you got one of those, I see a lot of folks have the nice kind of built-ins for the eggs and yeah. Yeah. So, so the good thing with being a brand ambassador for egg, um, you know, and I've got a full-time job, so mm -hmm. this was something I was doing on the side. So I said to, I said to egg, I said, okay, don't pay me. I don't want cash. Don't screw up my income tax, yeah. but let's work out a deal where, you know, cause I was going down to the home shows and, and representing them at, at, you know, Dixon's barbecue okay, yeah. booth and things like that. So we basically just kept track of my hours and worked out a deal that I would just get product from them. Oh, so perfect. I, and we did a show, this is going back about four years ago, the CNE, the Toronto, mm -hmm. uh, the Canadian National Ex Exhibition, Exhibition in yeah. Canada. Yeah, I took a week off work, off my day job, and went down there for egg and did a whole week with them wow. down at the CNE. Yeah. And and that gave me enough of a credit to buy the whole table set. Ah, so beautiful. Yeah, like it's they're not cheap. It's an investment for yeah, sure, right? Well, like I, I, it's, you know, it's barbecue is, is like anything, right? you you sort of get what you pay for, mm -hmm. right? If you, if you, and it's all about your budget too, right? And you know, if, if, if all you can afford is a $300 kettle, get a $300 kettle and yep. have fun with it. Yep. And you know, it, you're going to grow, right. And mm -hmm. it's going to, you know, you're going to, 
you know, if you're going to save up or, you know, uh, those types of things for, for some of the more expensive grills, um, you know, as your, I say your barbecue addiction grows, then, you know, mm. sort of your barbecue repertoire grows too, right? Your yeah. budget grows hopefully. And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I've been, you know, I use them a lot, right? So the way I look at it is, yeah, it's, it's a big investment financially, but I don't use my stove in my kitchen very often. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it, it, it's like new. So, yeah. you know, you're going to spend, you know, $2,000 on a stove. Yeah. Why not spend $2,000 on a barbecue? Yeah. So if you can afford it, yeah. uh, you know, cut, cut other ways and yeah. uh, make it work. So. Well, yeah, and as absolutely. you said, right, it, uh, that first one, 15 years later, it's still going for you. So it really is an investment at that point, right? It's something, uh, yeah. you know, I, I've got, it's a, a, my, my gas grill is a Weber, and I, yeah. I I won it in a golf tournament, so it wasn't even an investment for me, but uh, it's going on 18, 19 years. And, you know, I went out there the other day, it's been sitting out there in minus 30 yeah. for the last three weeks, and pushed that igniter button, it went on the first yeah. goal, right? So that, to me, that's there's the quality, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's about, you know, like I said earlier, it's about, you know, you pay for what you get sometimes. And, yep. and the good thing is a lot of the barbecue brands that are out there now have to compete on quality. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, the Weber's Napoleon's on the Kamado side, you've got, you know, Kamado Joe's, you've got big green egg. And, you know, when I used to do the trade shows for big green egg, like people would come along and they'd say, and, and we're all, and the funny thing is, and, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, in the barbecue world, you know, you're absolutely going to run into egos, oh, yeah. but it's funny because if you share the same passion with people, so I, you know, a lot of times we would do these trade shows and you'd have like the Traeger rep was there. I was there representing Big Grenade. The Kamado guy would be there. You know, Eric, a lot of times, or, or Michael Peach Five would be there for yep. Weber yep. or Damien. And you're talking to those guys and, and we all share the same passion. So there's always that, there's automatically that connection there. And, you know, people will come along and say, okay, why should I buy an egg over a Kamado? And, you know, my standard line is, do you want to drive a Lincoln or do you want to drive a Cadillac? They're yeah. both great cars, yeah. right? Yeah. Some people prefer the Cadillac. Some people prefer the Lincoln. Uh, a really close friend of mine, actually a couple of buddies of mine, but a really close friend of mine has a Kamado Joe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anytime I go over to his house, he'll throw me the steaks and say, okay, Tebby, you cook. And so I've cooked on them and I, you know, they're just as good as an egg. I as far, you know, there's, there's little differences uh, with each grill and, you know, and sometimes you got to learn your grill, right? Like I think that's why I probably use my large more than some of my other eggs is just because I've cooked on it, you know, hundreds of times over the years. You know, so I know, okay, I know exactly how to get that thing at two fifty, and it's going to sit there for 10 hours or, I know if I do this, I'm going to be able to tweak it and get it a little bit hotter if I have to. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's part of the enjoyment, but yeah, no, I, I, that's the thing too, is, you know, it's, we don't really care. I don't really care what you're cooking on. I really don't like it's, you know, in guys will joke, you know, about I've had a pellet grill. I had a, I had a Traeger, uh, pro 34 for about 10 years Mm -hmm. And the only reason I got rid of it was because I was running out of deck space. Yeah. Like I literally ran out, I was running out of space in my backyard yep. and I had it in my garage. And I remember talking to, to Mel dark side of the grill. And I said, man, I, I, I miss using my trigger, but I just don't have room for it. And, you know, I haphazardly threw it up on Kijiji yeah. and within 15 minutes, someone called me and said, Hey, you got a trigger for sales. It's still available. And, 
the guy drove over and got it the same day. And I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of like, ah, damn, man, I shouldn't have sold that thing. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I love that. The triggers are awesome for, yeah. for chicken, for, you know, you can do a brisket on one. What I used to love my trigger for was beef jerky. I'm a oh, huge yeah. beef jerky fan. Yeah. And, you know, doing up a batch of jerky and throwing it on the trigger and putting it on the stove, the smoke setting and just letting it ride. Mm. You know, an egg, you can do that, but it's a little bit harder because you're trying to get that temperature right. low enough that it's not going to burn the meat. Yeah. Uh, that thinly sliced jerky. And, and it's a, it can be done, but it's a little bit trickier where yeah. the trigger, it, it always did a great job. Yeah. So. There's a convenience factor to the pellets, right? Uh, For sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I haven't uh, pulled the trigger. And, and even, no. But even the, I was going to say, even the pellets, like the improvements they've made over the years, like I, I know guys that have gotten the new ones, right? They're all electronic and, you know, you can, you can, can sit in your bed or you sit in your living room and control the temperature. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, there's, there's definitely a convenience yeah. for it, but, you know, they're, they're, they've got a market share. Oh, they absolutely yeah. have got part of it. And even the thing, you know, I've, I've heard some of your, and I've, or some of your episodes where you you've talked to the folks around barrel smokers right. and yeah. so i haven't pulled the trigger i was looking at some barrel smokers last year yeah. thinking that would be pretty cool it'd be cool to cook on a barrel mm-hmm. um again it would just for me it's about finding space for it yeah, <laughs> but exactly. uh, yep. but again they're, they've become really really popular yep. over the last few years even from a competition perspective Absolutely. right you're seeing those more and more on the competition circuit yep. so again it's 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 that niche market that that, that those companies have found that that they're exploring so yeah no absolutely i just got into the competition stuff last year uh got on a team here in uh in calgary and yeah the uh, the barrels are uh certainly the the prevalent cooker out there for sure so yeah especially amongst and, uh, the, the know, top teams for sure so well they're portable too right like yeah. that's the thing for me it's like how do you make a barbecue portable and you know, unless you get like a big offset smoker that you can pull mm-hmm. around with your truck, which, like Mel. you know, then where do you store it? Yeah, Mel's, Mel's, uh, Mel's Elvira. Beast, Elvira, yeah. Yeah, Mel's, I, I, I said to Mel, like, I need, yeah, I need one like that, but make it like a third of the size. I'd be happy, <laughs> half. like just yeah. cut it in half. I'd be happy with that. Um, yeah, and, and you know, hopefully someday I do have something like yeah. that. Um, so, yep. yeah, but it's. Yeah, the, the competitions, that's something, uh, you know, I've looked at. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't done too, you know, been involved too much in that. You know, I mean, we were looking at a couple before COVID hit and mm-hmm. hopefully putting some teams together. I've, I've cooked at, uh, you know, Egg Fest right. and yep. Dixon's Smoke Shows yeah. and things like that, but not in a true competition yeah, setting. Than, yeah. It's a whole different world. So. It is, yeah. And it, yeah. You know, it's fun. And just you, you talk about... Uh, the community, right? The yeah. the competition. It's a it is a community, right? And it's uh, it's a good time. So if uh, yeah. if you get the chance, you know, there's uh, lots of teams out there that would take a guy on for uh, just a, yeah. some, a competition to try it out, right? So I'd uh, I'd highly recommend that. So yeah, I've talked to a few of the guys. So like a buddy of mine locally, uh, Stuttering John, Stuttering John right. Spokes yeah. House. Yeah. He's 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 putting he's thinking about putting a team. He went into one. They there was one local competition last summer yeah, and it was a weekend that just didn't work for me, but he's hopefully we're going to be able to do it again this year. And if it happens in the fall, it's a KCB uh, event. Yeah. So if that happens, um, I'm sure I'll be there yeah. and having some fun. Go hang out for the yeah. weekend and try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. Have yeah. a few beers. So. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's what it's all about. So what, uh, yeah. so away from barbecue, what uh, takes up your time? We were chatting a little before about your, uh, your full-time paying job. Yeah. So I've, uh, I'm, I've gone in, I'm entering into my 22nd year with American Express. So I, uh, I work my day job, which affords me to barbecue, is uh, working for Amex. So mm-hmm. it's it's a great company. Like I said, I've been there 22 years. Um, the other the other perk of it, even before COVID, was that I have a virtual role, so I'm able to work from home. So, you know, jokingly, I can put on a brisket at eight in the morning before sure. I start working, yep. and I'm not too far from it, so I can keep an eye on it throughout Perfect. the day. Yeah, that's handy. Um, yeah. So working from home is great. And, uh, you know, my wife is a graphic designer. She's been working from home the last couple of years too. She, you know, historically she would be going into the office every day. So it was funny how roles kind of switched, but I became the main cook in the house. Okay. You know, yeah. And it was, you know, my wife would call at five 30 on her way home and say, okay, what's for dinner. Yep. And, uh, so it, I think that kind of, uh, expanded my, um, my cooking ability too, mm-hmm. right? I was, yeah. I was forcing to be the, the main cook and bottle washer yep. for, uh, for a few years, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a great job and nice. I really enjoy it. And, uh, like I said, it, it gives me the opportunity to cook mm-hmm. and, and have some fun. One of the things actually I did, uh, for the last two summers at work is cause I I'm known as the barbecue guy at work, right? Course, like yeah. you get, you get labeled, yep. a, oh, yeah. you know, you get labeled the barbecue guy in your office. Yep. So I actually did uh, once a month for my, for my department, which is about 75 to a hundred people. We did a monthly zoom cooking class. Oh, nice. And yep. yeah. So my wife, because it worked out well, cause she's working from home. So she'd be the camera person Perfect. working, uh, working the webcam and yep. I'd be outside and we, we have all the grills going and, and we, yeah, we did it all summer long and everybody at work, like the feedback was great. Mm-hmm. And it was fun because we tried all kinds of different stuff. Like we do different theme stuff and, you know, we did all desserts one time. We did all appetizers nice. one time we did, um, you know, we tried to keep it interesting. Uh, you know, I work with a, a very diverse work group. So it was like, how do you cook, um, you know, different types of cuts of meat mm-hmm. or, you know, how do you cook vegetarian? Right. Like, so one yeah. time we did a, we did a zoom class and it was all about, you know, barbecuing things that had no meat in it, which right. was really weird for me. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. How, how do you make it, you know, like, okay, we're going to do nachos, but there's nothing on the nachos yep. except for veggies or, uh, you know, mushroom uh, we're going to do like stuffed peppers but they're not going to be wrapped in bacon this yeah. time so it uh it kept it kept things interesting for, for me sure. and yep. the feedback was really good so nice. i'd imagine we're probably going to do that again this year but oh, uh, it was it was fun as well excellent when we get back to our conversation jeremy and i discuss his involvement with the shriners and of course more barbecue but first i'm excited to welcome a new advertiser to the podcast Eric from Township 27 was a guest on the show two years ago on episode number 79, and you will be hearing more from them on here as they join the rotation of show sponsors. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressings, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 searches the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure, with no added fillers or preservatives. 
Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produces all of their products locally right here in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you are looking for the best spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Looking on your uh, on the Instagram, you're involved with the Shriners? Yeah, so I'm really involved. So I've been uh, active with the Shriners uh, for about the last 12 years, I guess. So I'm... Uh, I'm one of the young guys. I'm, I'm known as the kid because <laughs> yeah. it is a, it's a it's a bit of an older group of Shriners. It generally, but, is, I think uh, yeah. So yep. I think the average age of a shrine a shrine group is like seventy eight, and I'm <laughs> mid forties. Yep. Um, but it's it's awesome. Like yeah. I really really enjoy it. So you know you have to in order to be a Shriner, you got to be a Mason, and mm-hmm. you go through all these steps. And but I'm I've been heavily involved with the Shriners for the last I would say five. Well, I've been a member for. We're going on 12, 13 years, but I've been really involved the last five years. Um, and our, our main shrine group in, in Ontario is, is out of Toronto. It's Ramisi Shriners. So for the last four years, I've been on their executive as part of their appointed. And so that's been a lot of fun. And, and actually, barbecue has played into it as well. So mm-hmm. we've done, you know, at our local shrine club we've done a number of hosted a number of barbecue events and, and get togethers. And, you know, I'm always the one that gets stuck behind the grill for some reason. Go, go figure. But, uh, yeah, but it, it's a, it's a great cause. And, yeah. and it's, you know, the Shriners is, it's about having fun and I'm a fun loving kind of guy. So yeah. I, I fun attract, I'm attracted to fun. Yeah. And, uh, so we, we like to have a good time. Some of these Shriners, man, they'll, they'll put you to bed, <laughs> like the, you know, I was I was in my early 30s when I joined, and it was like, okay, boys, like I'm tapping out. It's four in the morning, and you, you know, you're sitting there beside a guy that's on his 15th whiskey, and he's, yeah. you know, twice your age. You feel bad about going to bed, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you know, I try to stay up with the best of them, but you know, I've yeah. been beat once or twice. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it's it's a great group, and awesome. you know, it's it's an honor to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And they do so much charity, you know, yeah. with the hospitals around the world, mm-hmm. and. You know, that's one thing they say is in, in a Shriner hospital, there's no there's no cash register in a Shriner's hospital. Because yeah. especially in the U.S. where healthcare is such a big issue. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a child that's in need and you can take them to the Shriner hospital and there's no cost involved, that's, that's huge for the family. And that's something that, you know, we really try to pride ourselves on is, is making sure that healthcare is accessible to those yeah. that need it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's... I've been at a number of uh, Shriner events where they'll bring in one of the patients to talk to us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll have a room full of, you know, 100, 200 Shriners. And, you know, the little little boy or girl will get up and do a talk and talk about what Shriners have done for them in the hospital. And, and you know, we're big, burly guys, but there isn't a dry eye <laughs> yeah. in the place when they get talking. So yeah. it's it's very, very heartwarming. And, and that's the reason why we all do it. Yeah, so, absolutely. For sure. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's great, man. So let's uh, get into the uh, the Canadian Barbecue Mafia. What's that all about? The, ma- the, mafia. the mafia. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, well, it's you know what? It's been it's been a blast. So, the Canadian Barbecue Mafia. So, so if we think about like for Instagram, uh, when I got hooked up with Egg, and, and I'm still part of the team mm. for Green, you know, Team Green in Canada, and that. So I was Big Green Jared because the Big yeah. Green Egg folks like to have like the Big yes. Green in front of your name, right? Yep. So, you know, Big Green Al, Big Green John, Big yep. Green Jared. Yep. Um, and then, so I was that, my Instagram handle was Big Green Jared for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, early last year, 
my wife, as I mentioned, is a graphic designer, and she designed this logo for nice. the yep. Barbecue Mafia a few years ago, and it kind of sat on the shelf, and we didn't do nothing about it. And then we were talking, uh, a few of us, early last year, and I was thinking, you know what? Like, it's, it, to me, you know, to my earlier point, barbecuing is more about just having one type of grill. So what does that really mean? What is it, you know, the whole community aspect? Yep. So I decided to transition from a big green jar to a Canadian barbecue mafia. Nice. And, and it, it took off. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, you know, I had a really cool logo that Kim had designed for me mm-hmm. and, you know, I thought, Hey, I'm going to order a few baseball caps, hand them out to my buddies, you know, just have some fun with it. So I, I was going to order like a dozen hats. I found a guy that would embroider them for me and they're pretty reasonably priced. And so, you know, I thought, okay, you know, I'll order a dozen, but you know, if you order two dozen, you get them a little bit cheaper. So I ended up ordering, I think the first go round, I ordered 30 hats or something. And I just, I threw it up on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, within an hour they were sold. Like I just said, Hey guys, here's the hats, yeah. 25 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever they were. And the GMs yeah. just started like, I getting hammered. Like, yeah, I want one, I want one. And it kind of just took off from there. So we had fun selling the hats and getting people. And then it just, then it's like, okay, what is, what is, what do we really want to do with this? And that, mm-hmm. that was my wife's question. It's like, okay, right. Jeremy, you, you got your logo, you got your handle. What do you want to do with it? I'm right. like, yeah, you know, it, let's have some fun with it. So, you know, we got a lot of really cool people involved. Uh, so, you know, Mel came on, Mel and I have been friends for years. So yeah. Mel, dark side of the grill, he came on early. Uh, Ted Reader, he's been a, a mentor and a yep. buddy of mine for years. So Ted's involved. So and then and then it kind of just snowballed from there. So you know we would you know we'd throw out a post and say, hey, we got a new member. This you know Clancy Mustard's come on board. Mm-hmm. You know Zane's a great guy. And then people would start hitting me up saying, hey, how do I become a member? How do I become a member of the mafia? Yeah. So it's like, well, if if you gotta ask, you can't be a member first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and we don't solicit members. That's the other thing. We, yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta be interested. Like yep. it's, it's you know, there's no uh, there's no crazy hazing involved. You don't have to kill anybody. Yep. But you know, and, and I think what what we look for in members because it's it's become a it, it's it's a tight group and mm-hmm. it's it's really about how do we bring people together that are like minded. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a there's about twenty of us in the mafia. It's there's we're probably at about. 50, 60 members at large, sure. um, but there's about 20 core members and we talk every day yeah. and we talk about barbecue. We talk about, it was funny just before the holidays, um, you know, we, we're in this group chat and we're going back and forth and, and I was like, Hey guys, did you see briskets on sale at Metro for six ninety nine a pound? Well, I think between all of us, we probably cleared out a couple of metros of all their briskets. Like yeah. I think yeah. we ended up buying like 30 briskets between it's, all of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's now it's about how do we, how do we really make it bigger? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it's, you know, and my goal isn't to turn it into a money-making machine. It really isn't. It's really about, it's how do we create a real bigger community right. and have that community aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we're looking at, you know, stuttering John and I are looking at putting a rub together. Right. And again, we're not, it's not out there to make a, a million dollars on a rub. Yep. It's out there to make, how do we make a really quality product, put our label, put my label on it and, and have some fun with it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and even the charity aspect. So we're, I'm, I'm exploring opportunities now that we can do 
hopefully, you know, once COVID settles down, knock on wood, yeah. that we can go out and do a charity event and say, hey, you know what, we're going we're gonna to bring 10 members of the mafia. We're mm-hmm. going to show up at your, at your charity event. We're going to have a few girls with us and, you know, and we're going to grill for people and mm-hmm. we're going to serve burgers or we're going to serve kebabs or, and we're going to have fun with it. And we're going to have that charity aspect to it. And, yep. and we've talked about it as a group and the guys are fully on board. Nice. And, and it's, it's, it's about creating some community awareness around it mm-hmm. um, and having some fun with it at the same time. That's off, awesome, man. I, I've, I look at uh, down in the States, Operation Barbecue Relief, which I'm sure you're familiar with. And yes, I, I've, yeah. I've kind of wondered if we couldn't get something like that activated here in Canada, right? And we, we, we don't seem to have yeah. the same level or frequency of natural disasters that our, our neighbors to the south have uh, where it's right. needed, but there, there's certainly, uh, you know, we were talking about the weather here in Calgary and Alberta. It's been before this week, it felt like it was in minus 30 for a yeah. month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, could you get a group of guys, group of people, I shouldn't say guys specifically, but group yeah. of people yeah. together yeah. with some grills, get out there and cook some warm meals for people that are living on the street or something. Right. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. And we're, we're all over that type of stuff. I, like yeah. we're, we definitely like we're, we definitely have, you know, the, the individuals that are involved, anybody mm-hmm. who want, you know, you know, one day I'm sure you'll be a member, yeah, Ryan, well. of the mafia, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it, it, it is that exactly. It's like, how do we give, we, you know, we've got a certain skill set, right. And yeah. how do we give back and how do we, how do we make that fun and yeah. how do we give back to the community? And, you know, and, and we're getting some awareness and we're getting some acknowledgement from different companies. And they're right. like, Hey, we like what you're doing. And, you know, I just, uh, I signed an influencer deal with La Piazza Pizza. They've come out with a new grill. So it's a Santa Maria grill. It's nice. 36 inches. So, you know, I'm going to be representing them in the next nice. few months for the next while. Yep. And, and something like that, like if you, if you can pull up to, you know, some sort of event and you've got a few grills and you've got a, you know, you got a Santa Maria 36 inch Santa Maria grill. Mm-hmm. You can cook a lot of stuff on that thing yeah. and I have a lot of fun with it. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, and that's the thing, right? It's, it's, and it's also about, you know, creating like a resource community as well. So yeah. it's, you know, we've got some members uh, that have joined who are a little bit less experienced. And, and, and I say that because we can all learn. Like oh, I, one thing I found with barbecue and I think, what I what anybody recognizes through barbecue is you never stop learning, right? Mm-hmm. You never stop, you know, like I was saying earlier, how do you create a better steak? How do you, how do you smoke a better brisket? But it's, 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 it's great being able to see members who, who don't have the years of experience as some of our other members that say, Hey, we had a member, uh, John flood on our team. He's a great guy. He works with me at Amex and he just got his first kettle. Like this guy has been cooking on a, a gasser for yep. years. Yep. You know, he talked his wife into getting a, a kettle for Christmas. And, you know, he said guy, the other day, he's like, Hey boys, I, I, I've got a pork butt. I want to cook it on, on my, my kettle. You know, how do I keep this thing lit for 10 hours and yeah. give me some ideas. And, and man, the, the text messages were just flying back fast and furious. And, and it's great that we've created that type of community that, mm-hmm. that, you know, people, people want to share. Like that's yeah. what I found with the barbecue uh, community is, is people have a knowledge and they want to share Like guys like Ted reader who've been yeah. in the game for Forever. you know yeah. 30 plus years, yeah. they've cooked every single thing you could ever think of. And it's yeah. like, 
how would you, you know, you know and it's, a, and that's what I did when I was doing the whole hog, like Ted, Ted, Mel, those were the guys I called and said, Hey Ted, I'm, I'm doing this, you know, whole hog. What do you think? Well, yeah. you know, Jared do this, this, and this, and by the way, don't screw it up. That's his last, <laughs> <laughs> last bit of advice. Like, don't, yeah. yeah, you can always count on Ted. Don't yeah. screw it yeah. up. It's make like, it, okay, thanks, yeah. Ted. <laughs> make make it tasty, right? <laughs> yeah, make it. Yeah, it better be tasty. Don't yeah. screw it up. So, but it's it's awesome. Yeah. Like in the mafia, and that's what we really, you know. And there's some been, been a few people that have reached out to me, and it's like, you know, like I just don't think you're the right fit. Like it's like I had a couple, you know, and you get all kinds of weirdos on Instagram, as I'm sure you understand mm-hmm. and have experienced. Like it's like. Hey, send me a baseball cap. I, you know, blah blah blah. And I was like, come on, like it's yeah. it's not about a baseball cap, buddy. Yeah. That's that's it's it's about. And you know, we just we're launching our website this week, so that's oh, going to that, be yeah. a great. Yeah. So can you, uh, barbecue. I've wrote it down here. Barbecue mafia. Ca. So b a r b q mafia. Ca. Okay. And so it, it's going to be some tweaking over time, yeah. but it's going to be a great resource too, right? So we're going to have link to. You know, all of our friends on there who own companies, Perfect. we're going to have some yeah. resource, a newsletter. Like, we're going to really blow that out, too. Nice. So Awesome. Um, and I think you mentioned it, Ryan, too, is like, if you think about barbecue in Canada, mm-hmm. it's like, if we compare it to where the U.S. is, like, we're still in sort of those early days, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. Which is Absolutely. Which is it's a really cool time to sort of jump on the wagon to say, mm-hmm. hey, what can we do in Canada? Yeah. You know, we can learn from what they're doing south of the border, but... I think we're in a very unique position where barbecue in Canada over the last few years has really started to pick up steam. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, and I think we're just sort of at the forefront of it. So, you know, groups like the Mafia and other types of groups where mm-hmm. we can get some momentum going and have, have a great time with it and bring people together. Yep. Uh, I'm all for it. And if I can be part of that, it's, I'm on board. I love it. That's great. Uh, I'm really happy to hear you talk about the kind of the charity uh, side of things. So I, you know, uh, if, yeah, I, if I can ever yeah, assist we, in got... anything along those lines, I'd be uh, thrilled to get involved. So. Yeah, no, no. And I appreciate that. And and the good thing with the mafia too is, <laughs> is uh, we've got members across the country. Like yeah. we've got members in, in BC, you know, Zane, uh, Clancy, Mustard, he's out in you know, Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and we've got a few, a few down in the U S as well. So we've, we've, uh, we brought on some, uh, some of our U S brothers as, uh, as nice. mafia or members. And, yep. and we're not just guys. Like, that's the other thing is mm. like, we we're open to everybody. So whoever is interested and, and shares our passion, you know, don't think of the mafia as an old boys club. It really isn't. Yep. We're we're totally open to, to bringing on all kinds of different members and yep. and unique skill sets. Yeah, and, for sure. But yeah, it's it's fun to talk to different people from a different different parts of the country, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we've got a couple of members down in California, nice. uh, down in Virginia. They cook all kinds of different oh, stuff. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of neat when you start talking to people from different regions and how they cook things and think about things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're. We're, we're making quite a, a presence across Canada for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, you talking about kind of being across Canada, uh, away from the mafia, you know, I'm kind of in tune fairly with what's going on uh, with the barbecue here in Alberta. What, uh, what can you tell me about the barbecue scene out in Ontario? Yep. What's, uh, what's going on? Yeah, it's, it's growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think, you know, 
we keep saying it, but I think, you know, COVID unfortunately has thrown a, a wrench into yeah. a few things, but you know, we've got a few really cool barbecue uh, retailers in Ontario, you know, Dixon's, Dixon's barbecue yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. They've got three locations and they're great guys in Viro Niagara. Yeah. Our guys, uh, you know, Mike and the team, they they're doing some great things in and around Niagara Falls, mm. um, you know, Dixon's, you know, they used to do egg fest every year. Yeah. Then the last few years they switched to smoke shows, which were great because what it did was it brought all the different brands yeah. together. So you would have Weber, egg, tomato, all the guys were there cooking and you could put in teams. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that's what's, that's what's happening in Ontario. Like I think barbecue is starting to really pick up steam yeah. and, you know, because people unfortunately have been stuck at home for the last couple of years, yeah. not just in Ontario across the world, really it's, yeah. I think now more than ever, people are, are brushing off their old barbecues or maybe, you know, hey, we can't go to Florida this year. So let me spend the money I would have spent on my Florida trip and, and invest it in my backyard. And mm. one of those investments is a barbecue. Yep. Um, so I think the barbecue community has just really grown. And it's, you know, it's, it's bringing a lot of new people that probably haven't really experienced barbecue a lot. Or, mm. you know, there's been a few really good barbecue restaurants pop up in and around toronto so yeah. and then you go out and think, wow you know that was a really good brisket i've never cooked one i'm going to try to cook one myself Absolutely. so yep. um yeah i think you know similar to what you're seeing out west yeah. we're certainly seeing it in ontario and even out east like the barbecue yeah. scene out east is, is growing really well as well so yeah. i think you know once people can start socializing more and more um it's, it's going to be great to see people get back together. Like we'd love to do events, stuff like that. And yeah. it's just a matter of time before we get there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Maybe this summer, a little bit more of that, right? Yeah. We're hoping for it <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, I know it's uh it would be loved. To, it would love to get the guys together and, yeah. and do a few events for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know you had Mel, uh, Mel snuck out there uh, last year for a bit there and, yeah, Mel's Mel's been here a couple of times. Yeah. So he Mel's, uh, yeah, he was back. Uh, so he does an annual trip, road yeah. trip. He uh, crashes on my couch, and uh, you know he comes in. He he flies in for about a week, yeah. and uh, you know we eat like crazy for a week, <laughs> yeah. and and then we I think I eat salads for a week after Good he on. leaves. Yeah, detox. Uh, yeah, way way too many drinks and yep. way too much food. But yep. uh, you know Mel's a great guy. Oh, Mel yeah. Mel is Mel, right? Yeah. So one of a kind. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of a kind for sure. What yeah. you see is what you get. Oh, yeah. You know, the one thing about Mel is, you know, he's genuine, right? Oh, so it's like what yeah. you what what you see on the YouTube videos is yeah. exactly what you see in person. You know, it's the purple bathrobe, it's the you know, the cigars, the nine AM white claws yeah. and and the huge pieces of meat. Yeah. So um but yeah, no, he's he's a great resource and yeah. he's He's a very genuine guy and uh, very positive. Like he likes to be positive about barbecue, and he's he's there to help out anybody he yep. can. So yeah, we're really really fortunate in Canada to have some really great people within yeah. our barbecue community that they get it right. They yeah. get the whole community aspect. Yeah, no, and that's you know that's what uh, you mentioned at the, right at the beginning. That's what it's all about. So any yeah, uh, before we sure. uh, before we start wrapping up there any kind of plugs or thank yous you want to you want to throw out to any folks you mentioned your uh, your, your butcher there you could uh, a little plug to the butcher if you want to yeah so so i well, maybe in, you, uh, maybe you don't, don't want the secret out maybe you don't yeah, want yeah. to <laughs> no i'm, I'm they're great guys uh, uh, so yeah i'm out in the uh, east end of Oshawa. well i'm out and i don't know how well you know ontario but i'm yeah. in, in Oshawa, so okay, it's yeah. about 45 minutes to an hour east of 
of Toronto. Yep. And uh, the butcher I go to is Buckingham Meats. It's a third generation butcher. They've yep. been around for, you know, I think 50 or 60 plus years. Perfect. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and like, that's what I said, like any tips to anybody getting involved is, you know, get connected with a good butcher and, yep. You know, sometimes people are concerned because, hey, I might pay a little bit more for a steak or I might, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, T-bones are on sale at Sobeys for, you know, eight ninety nine a pound, which sounds great. But, you know, and you may have to pay ten ninety nine at a butcher, but the quality is going to be so much better. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like barbecues, meat's kind of like what you pay for is what you get. So, um, yeah, I know. And I think as far as plugs, like, you know, just again just a few of the guys that we have in the mafia, like they're all great guys. So yep. we're going to have a member section. We're going to highlight guys that are in gals that are, are members of, of the mafia. Um, but you know, I think we're all doing it. We're all doing our thing. And uh, you know, Ted reader, he's a great, you know, I mentioned Ted yeah. a couple of times uh, on, on this interview, but he's, he's been a great mentor mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's got his barbecue place. He runs every summer, yep. the, the joint. Course, so if you ever find there, yourself yeah. out East, yep. it's mm-hmm. uh even for a barbecue guy, you know, that goes there a lot, you, yep. know, you know, it's, it's a great place. So yep. I think that's a testament. So, yep. Yeah. No, and, yeah, and yeah. another fellow in the area is stuttering John. He's another great guy, another great barbecue guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, we, you always want to support those in your community. Absolutely. Um, especially the small business owners like Corey Richards, he's out in New Brunswick. He's, he's starting, he started out in a food truck mm-hmm. and he's moving now into a bricks and mortar. Um, yep. So yeah, it's, it's great to see people that are taking their, their, you know, passion and their dreams and, and moving it to the next level. Yep. Awesome, man. Uh, at CDN BARBQ mafia is the Instagram at Canadian barbecue mafia, barbecue mafia.ca is going to be the website up in a, right. this will be out in a couple of weeks. So probably by the time this, uh, this, episode airs that website will be live so folks can check that yes anywhere else you'd like folks to look for you yeah no those are our main two channels right now is the instagram and and the web the website and and again like if you know people that are listening to this podcast you know if, if you feel that you know the mafia is something that you'd like to be involved in um, again, reach out to us. We're going to have a, a join button on the fa- or on the website. Nice. So you know, you click on, you, f- you fill out a little bit of information about yourself. Tell us why you're passionate about barbecue, and yep. and you know, myself or one of the guys will get back in touch with you and just have a chat. Yeah. And and we want we want to expand this as much as we can. We we're having fun with it, yeah. and uh, you know, I'd love to see a thousand members one day. That would be cool, right? Yep, absolutely, for sure. Yep, nice. Uh, last question I ask everybody, Jeremy, it's, uh, it's dinner time. You got one of the eggs fired up. What's, uh, I think I already know from your earlier comments, but what's the, uh, <laughs> yeah. what's the go-to for you? It's got Yeah. It's, it's gotta be a great steak. Yep. Like it's, you know, different types of cuts. So I mentioned picanha, but man, you can't beat a nice strip loin mm-hmm. or, you know, I was spoiled, uh, the last couple of times Mel's been in town and we've done it since is we've got our hands on some snake river farm. So mm. American Wagyu, nice. like that stuff is just like butter. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, a really nice steak, maybe, you know, finished in a cast iron pan with a little bit of butter and garlic uh, and rosemary. Um, that's awesome. That, yeah. I, I could eat that every day. Yeah. So what's your, uh, what's your cooking method on the steak? Yeah. Also, a lot of times, depending on the size, um, 
like I, if it's a big steak, I like to do a reverse sear. Yeah. So, you know, cook it to whatever temperature you want internally, medium rare. And then, and that's the benefit of having a couple of barbecues too, right? right? Is, yeah. you know, you get one going low and slow and then you got the other one just cranked, you know, seven, 800 degrees. So We're it's a fast, half. fast char at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, I would say that's sort of my go-to method is, awesome. you know, cook it to whatever internal temperature you want, then, then sear it on the outside. Yep. Nice. Right on, man. Well, Jeremy, thanks so much for uh, doing this. Uh, a lot of fun chatting with you and learning about uh, your barbecue journey and the uh, yeah. and the mafia, man. So that's uh, really appreciate. Look forward to more conversations with you down the road here. Yeah, ab- absolutely, Ryan. Absolutely, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for this opportunity to uh, to spread the word yeah. of the mafia. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, really enjoyed our conversations. I know it'll be probably one of many. So uh, for sure. I look forward to you staying connected and, uh, and best of luck. Stay safe, my friend. Uh, absolutely, you too, buddy. Okay, take Thank care. You. Thanks, you too. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news brought to you by The Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and The Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at Barrel Boss Q, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, to see the whole lineup and tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Folks, coming up next week on the podcast is perhaps the most important episode of the show I have recorded. You might remember Eric from Dalton Eats, who joined me on the show late last year. Well, Eric is back next week to talk about his struggles with depression and mental health. I hope you will join us next week for this open and honest conversation. On the subject of mental health, as this week's episode is released, it is Bell Let's Talk Day on January 26th. This program encourages us all to keep listening, keep talking, and keep being there for ourselves and each other. Today and every day, let's do all we let's all do what we can to normalize talking about mental health and break down the walls of the stigma that surround it. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and give them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.